Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing Cult's Divinity Lost role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is The Black Madonna, and it's available from Helmcast. I am the Game Master, and this is Episode 2. Our recap will be given by Morgan Llewellyn as his character, Ingolf Eckhart. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Morgan? It is fascinating how quickly dreams can bleed into nightmare. The Golden Plaque Awards. Every year I go, every year I wallow in obscurity. The judges never pay any attention to us genre writers. Still, there are important reasons to go. There were six of us at the table, each with their own motivations for attending. For me, it was the hope of a translation that seems will never come to pass. Others were looking for connections or to confront rivals. It also seems that the place was haunted by old ghosts. Philip Kramer, an artist long lost to drugs, alcohol, and apparently devil worship, stared at me with contempt lurking in his eyes. And there were two others with him who also turned to look at me. I barely knew Kramer. So why he and those others would harbor such feelings towards me, I. I can't even begin to guess. Stranger still, he was with Magna Orloba, who turned out to be his ex-wife. Magda herself was delightful, and she knew all of us at our table. With a kiss and reminiscing on old times, our, our conversation too seemed haunted by old ghosts. She had moved from Berlin back to Hamburg, and we made plans for brunch to make up for lost time. We left the Golden Plaque Awards in high spirits, some searching to indulge in lecherous impulses, one to drink away the paranoia of watching shadows, while the rest of us went to bed. Then the sickness, an all-consuming sickness. We all experienced Magda's dream, the dream of feeling small in a tenebrous place filled with bodiless sound, the dreams from someone who had seemed to edge, age 10 years and two, someone who was hiding an illness. Our joy of reunion had bled into feverish delirium and wasted days. Miller got a phone call from a woman named Irene Adler. Magda seems to be missing. There is a meeting scheduled at Cafe Demonum. With the sickness passing, I'm trying to move my weakened yet improving frame. I need to get to that cafe. I need answers. What the hell is happening to us? All right, is there anything anybody would like to do before we go to the cafe? Any research of any? Yes, on my way out of the hotel, I'm going to stop at the front desk and um, speak with the concierge or whoever is in charge. Yes, ma'am. What can I do for you? I was delivered mail uh, yesterday morning and someone had opened it. Who, who, who is in charge here? Who, who, who would be delivering my mail? I want to talk to this person. My mail is very private. Well, we, we have regular deliveries of mail every day. Um, Are you the person that handles the mail? No, ma'am. I'm the concierge. Uh, but the, we don't have an employee. It's the mail is delivered by the mailman. And the mailman and brings it up to my room? 
Well, no, it's it's brought up to your room. Um, it would have been brought up to your room probably by just an orderly or or somebody. You call them orderly. It's not you know, it's, it's hospital. Um, by a bellboy or. Where where is the manager? I would like to speak to. No, I I some boy. Where is the manager? Just a moment. He goes. Um, he has to like make a phone call to get the manager. Uh, but uh, he says uh, the manager will be with you in a few moments if you'd like to have a seat over there. Fine. Bring me bring me a coffee. Yes, ma'am. And he brings you a coffee. Eventually, the manager shows up. Uh, ma'am, what can we do for you? I pay hundreds of francs to stay here every night. And this is the service I get. Someone has opened my mail. Uh, I'm one of your indeed. employees was opening my mail. Do you remember which one it was, ma'am? Pro- pro- probably not. I was probably too sick to. Right. A, a boy, some boy. I don't know. Well, I can. I, I'm not exactly sure what I can do, ma'am. I can speak to them all and uh, reprimand them. Uh, I'm sure it won't happen again. I can't imagine why anybody. I can't imagine why anybody would want to open the mail. See that was it anything doesn't, was anything stolen? Well, how would I know? What what if some someone sent me something important and now I don't know? It's gone. Uh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Will you be staying another night? Yes, I think so. All right. Well, we will make sure that it's complimentary and uh, that you don't have to. Uh, we'll send up uh, uh, some food. We'll make it up to you. Thank you very much. Storm out. All right. Do you storm out or do you go back to your room? Um, no, I would have done it on the way to the cafe. All right. So you're heading for the cafe. John? Yeah, I think I want to swing by the nearest pharmacy and pretty much buy them out of any stomach uh, bug ailment, med, um, headache medicine, pro plus tablets, caffeine, basically anything that will either perk me up uh, or anything that will help me uh, not pray to the porcelain god. Okay. Um, As you, uh, you are feeling a little bit better this afternoon. As, as the time is, is moving it forward. Um, how are you going to pay with your, uh, with, uh, how are you going to pay? Cash or credit? Uh, probably with cash. I've got, a, I've got a small amount that I carry with me, so it's not going to wipe me out, but probably put a, a dent in my already limited funds, considering okay. I, I have to give a lot of it away. All right. Um, so you get whatever you need, yes. Um, in golf, are you going to do anything before the, uh, no, I will do everything in my power to drag myself to this cafe though. I, I don't okay. feel like moving, but, uh, professor Hines, you've had a very rough night, uh, two, two rough nights. Um, you're also out of your element because you live in Berlin, I believe, or outside Berlin. Yes, yes, and I, I, I live in quite a, well, what's now a very nice part of Berlin. It wasn't when I bought a flat there, but... So the added expense of a second life. night is... Uh, um, well, I, 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 I can just about afford it, I think, but... Um, 
Uh, I think I think I'll probably bump into Mr. Miller because I, I my my intention is to go straight to the pharmacy and um, buy um, some milk of magnesia or some stomach powders or some such. Let's say that you meet there. You accidentally bump into one another as you're as Miller's coming out with Saxon. Ah, Mr. Miller. Uh, Herr Miller. Um, is I I was just on my way to the pharmacy. Is there anything left? <laughs> uh, my funds wouldn't allow me to buy as much as I'd like, but so yeah, there's definitely some some room left on the shelf. Hmm. Are, are you also in the, uh, the need of chugging the purple, other uh, pink liquid as well? I I feel absolutely dreadful. I've uh, barely moved for the last couple of days. I, I don't understand it. Did Did you eat the salmon mousse as well? I don't know what I ate, but it definitely didn't agree with me. Yeah, I was, uh, I was thinking something, uh, you know, I disagreed with something that ate me, or it felt like being eaten anyway. I, I, I think play, plain food is, 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 is the order of the day, I think. Mm. And, uh, and very little of it. Yes, I'm thinking something, so, dry, dr- lots of dry food as well. Um, if if you if you if you don't mind if you if you'd like to wait for a moment I'll I'll just go and um, um, buy something in here and and um, I'll accompany you over to the cafe if you if you don't mind. Sure. Is it is I'll, it walking distance? Be... Sure. Okay. So I don't I don't need to drive there. So yeah, we can walk we can walk there together. It's well, it's Hamburg. I mean, it's a walking distance. Isn't it? Yeah. Maybe it'll be nice so to get out in the, in the air for a wet a bit. And Dietrich, yeah, just, uh, we're as, going to do... as long as we stay clear of the Reaper barn, I don't, I don't know. Uh, no, I'm, I'm to avoid that place. Now that I'm well enough to keep down a, a cup of coffee and a cigarette, I'm going to pick up an extra pack on the way. Um, but uh, you know, I've just been lying low in the hotel room and. Uh, enjoying a little bit of uh, peace and quiet relative to normal days, enjoying to the extent that one can while breaking out in a cold sweat. Your wife would like to know what time you would like to leave and go back. Uh, so we, pack everything so we didn't, I didn't, Selma did not go back to open the store. We left that well, as we haven't questioned. That, nothing had happened. Uh, that that's up to you. What you want to yeah. happen? Um, yeah. So I guess the uh, the conversation we'll have about that is that um, you know hopefully we'll be uh, on the road again this evening. But if this turns out to be something, maybe I'll send her back with the car and get a train after. Sure. Just so that's we nice. don't lose any more custom. I assume that. We have at least one part-time employee who's been who operated the shop during the weekend. I don't think yeah. it's just you know. I mean, otherwise you'd have to wait seven days. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've probably been open, but it's probably a good to have somebody keeping an eye on things who's actually in ownership capacity. So right, right. hopefully tonight. Hopefully after supper. Also, it depends on whether she feels like driving. Normally, I do, but you know, I'm still not probably up for that. Right. So we'll see. 
All right. So the afternoon comes and you guys arrive at the cafe. Not at exactly the same time, but more or less. Um, should mention that Dieter has told you that he is he is absolutely convinced that somebody is following him and he is going to lay low for a bit. But keep in touch, he says. All right. One day he'll learn it's his own shadow. <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys arrive at the cafe. This turns out to be one of those little overly expensive cafes. Uh, the coffees are too expensive, but whatever. And Irene Adler is uh, sitting at a, a little round table, and she's like, oh. Ah, you made it. Excellent. Ah, please, uh, you know, have a seat, go to some coffee. Uh, have you heard anything from Magda? Nothing yet. Pretty much the only person we've heard anything from is you. I was hoping that something would happen, that she would show up or call somebody or contact somebody. But so far, I I haven't been able to get a hold of her. I called her apartment here in Hamburg. Um, Fortunately, I don't know her number or her her location in Berlin. Um, But I be surprised if she went back to Berlin. I mean, she's talking, she's talked about it occasionally, but I mean, she just arrived here, you know, uh, a while ago, a few few weeks ago. Try go by, did you try going by her place? I mean, for the last two days, I've been, I haven't been answering the phone or anything. I felt terrible. Um, I did go by and knocked on her door, but there was no reply. Um, oh, for goodness sake. And she fiddles around in her purse and she says, I have a key. She says, she gave me a key. I completely forgot about this. Um, I, I mean, we're friends. We've been friends, you know, for quite a while. Um, I mean, would you mind going by and checking? Sure. No, if she's if she got whatever we got, uh, you know, she might need a little assistance. Honestly, I, I, you you you're all sick. Yeah, I assume it was something we ate at the uh, the event. I, I, I don't know if that's true, Dietrich. I I didn't eat much of anything at the event. Well, well you, know, you, you didn't eat much, but it's not as though, you know, you can't get a bacterium on a crumb. Bad water, too. Well, you know. How, how long have you known Magda? You know, she's a bit eccentric, if you will. Um, she's... Uh, She's kind of a hypochondriac. Uh, I mean, you've you've certainly noticed how she was uh, dressed. Uh, Overly clothed and she wears too much perfume by far. The cologne was a bit much, yeah. Um, She's obsessed with washing her hands. She looked terrible, though. Like, I would have believed her if she told me she was sick. Ever since she came back from... uh, um, from Berlin, I mean, every when she got here from Berlin, I was quite concerned myself. 
Um, she didn't look well at all. Uh, she's, um, um, I gotta stop saying, um, she was in prison, you know, in East Germany. Hmm. Wait, Some people right? didn't like her work, I believe. Uh, well, yes, she wrote that book, you know, the one about uh, the black market in East Berlin. Uh, the uh, government didn't like anybody talking about the black market. Mm. People were making millions of uh, Deutschmarks while uh, other people were waiting in line for toilet paper. The government, I mean, it's, a tr it's the truth, but the government doesn't want you to know the truth. Well, it's not hard. Uh, I understand. That, that may be the. Sorry. Yeah. Well, the getting on the wrong side of the Stasi is not a good idea. No, indeed. So she was in prison for two years, and then when the the wall fell, she uh, she came over to West Berlin and lived there for quite a while, and then uh, she wanted to move back to uh, Hamburg. Uh, she said because she was disturbed that. Uh, Something in, in, in Berlin had disturbed her a great deal and that she was having bad dreams. But uh, yes, and now she's disappeared. Do you, uh, do you, were you close at all with her uh, ex-husband, Kramer? Oh, Philip Kramer? No, I hardly, hardly ever. Uh, I mean, I, she talked about him occasionally. Uh, you haven't reached there, out to him since the uh, gala? Uh, well, I, I don't know how to contact him. Um, I wonder if, but, he, if he uh, got sick as well. Their relationship was not a good one. He was, there, he was quite abusive. Uh, the, more dr the more drugs and alcohol he got involved in, the more abusive he became. But she went, I mean, she, when she got out and uh, went to Berlin, I mean, I think she rekindled uh, her relationship, at least to some degree. They seem close she, now. It's, uh, it's, she's an odd woman, you know, she's got, she's, well, and she sort of looks around. She's, she's had her mental problems. She's seen a number of psychiatric doctors. She's been in a few institutions. Uh, her life has not been an easy one. Well, and as far as having aged badly since I saw her last a couple of years in, the, in East German prison will certainly not do anything good for one's complexion. But she didn't look that bad when she came back, when she came to Berlin. I mean, I've, like I said, I've known her for, since the 80s. And she, uh, she does definitely, ever since she got back to Berlin, something has aged her, something is... Her, her when she returned to Hamburg? Or no, no, no. When she got to Berlin, she's just come to Hamburg in the last few weeks because she wanted to get away from Berlin. I don't know if it has anything to do with, uh, with Philip or not, but she hasn't said anything about that. In any case, if, if you would do me the favor of going by and checking to see if she's there... You could, here's my card. You could mail me back the key if you want to. Okay. I'll take it if no one else uh, goes to grab it first. 
me to want to come with us, Irene? Unfortunately, I have an appointment this afternoon uh, with the, the editor from that German magazine. Uh, Did cite, yes. Um, but um, do tell me if she's all right. Yeah, we'll call you as soon as we've gotten some sense of what's happening with her. And uh, that's pretty much it, unless you guys want to ask questions or... Now, none of us know Adler, right? Um, you know that she's the, uh, the uh, what was it, the editor for the Survey German uh, magazine. I think some of you knew. I think I... John did. John did. Yeah. I see. That makes sense. Yeah. I'd like to... Could I read a person and see what maybe her um, motivations are in all of this? Sure. Um, 15? Nice. You can, is it questions you can ask? Yeah. Yes, I have, I have the list. Um... Are, um, sorry, I'm thinking. Um, are you lying? I guess that'd be the first one. Like, is, is she lying about this situation and, and maybe her role in it? She is not. Okay. And um, yeah, just because um, I have the extortionist advantage, um, what is she afraid of? Hmm. I think she's mostly afraid that something bad might have happened to Magda. Sure. Magda doesn't always move in the best circles to get her information, and that's what she's most concerned with. Very well. Anyone else? All right, so she leaves. You all are there for a few minutes if you want to talk to yourselves or if you want to figure out what to do. You know, it, it's the damnedest thing. When I was laying there sick for two days, I kept having uh, having the dream that she described at, at dinner. Yeah, I did too. Like that three. Oh, uh, me too. I mean, I delirious for a fair amount of it. So I imagine I was suggestible. Mm. Mm. Uh, and she had that, you know, that worn sort of desperate look when she talked about not sleeping. But it seems like a bit of a stretch that we would all be so impressed. You too, Heinz? You had this dream? Indeed, yes. Not very, uh, not very clear, like visually, you know, a lot of times my dreams are, you know, I can't dial a telephone, but I can, you know, look around a hallway, but this was mostly just sensory. I just felt, you know, dark and small and is that noise? I I typically have 
have nightmares almost constantly and they're always vivid and this one was different it, it was entirely different for me um how vague it was hmm. well we can't have all been in the same dream because i felt very much alone I think you have the right of it, Dietrich. So it's suggestibility, you know, Magda brings it up. We all get incredibly ill and it's just on our minds. Yeah. Well, you then went off for an evening out. And I, I went back to the hotel. We had no contact with each other for the entire evening. Yeah. And we all had the same dream. That's how, I mean, that's, that's not how dreams work. They, they, there are sensory triggers. I've, I've, I've read about it. This, 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 no, this is, this is something more. This is, um, this is more than just a simple coincidence of, of something to do with suggestibility. Well, maybe uh, there's something, you know, to Jung's collective unconscious, and we all got the same telegram from the same room and the poor mind of the human species. Yeah. Her, her, her dream, her dream felt so specific to her, to her experience. Uh, the last I talked to her before the golden plaque awards, uh, she was telling me about um, her experience as an only child during world war II. Um or she, all she really remembers from that time was uh, was being in a mental institution. I mean, as a as a young child, I could see how that would, you know, being very small in a dark and strange place. Did anyone have any odd sensation when they woke up, or rather, when they thought they woke up? The sensation that my gastrointestinal tract was exploding. Mm. That wasn't odd, just, you know, awful. Beyond, beyond that. You mean like a... Uh, Tom, did any of the rest of us experience like that weird red glow dilapidated? Really. No. no. Although I, I think that, uh, that Dieter, uh, after he took his shower, thought that there was somebody hanging outside of his window watching him. Yes, the answer to that then, John, is no. Um, it was just the dreams and the endless uh, nausea. There was definitely a cloud or some kind of aura around her, around Magda. I'm wondering if this there? is part of, part of this... I, I want to use the term because it sounds very crass, but almost think of it as like a psychic contagion. Go on. Well, when I when I looked at her, I could see that there was definitely almost like a rather than a metaphorical, a physical cloud over her. That there was definitely some tangible thing that was there because of maybe her sickness. I'm wondering if she this, this is something that we've been infected with by just by being in close proximity or talking to her and that this is something that's then latched on to us. Well, I don't know how you saw this, 
this cloud. I mean, um, but is it around us? Uh, can I make a roll to see if it is? For using sure. my enhanced awareness? Right. Yeah, I'm on the dice. Uh, six and five is 11 plus three, 14. So that gives you uh, what? A one point question? It's uh, you get basic impressions regarding the location. So I'm, I'm looking to see if there's that same kind of cloud or maybe something to a lesser extent than that around us. Uh, you look around at the other people and you're not really sure, but it, it it's it it sort of manifests as as if each person was giving off a slight amount of smoke, uh, black smoke. Um, but it's not it it's almost not noticeable. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of squint my eyes and lean in a little bit and look around everyone. There's something I would here. like I would like to know how that makes everybody else feel. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely fascinated. Well, I'm compelled to try to use my magical intuition to verify with my own perception. Okay. Uh, I'm just inclined to think it's all a bunch of crap. <laughs> okay, all right, John. Right, and I, uh, with my minus one soul, have only an eight in total. Um, oh. So I'm going to get very far from Diedrich very fast. Yeah, like hello, bad things. <laughs> you uh, right. So I'm I'm I, I'm attempting to learn if you know about the magical nature of myself and my comrades. Uh, but. Magical intuition, we're going to eight. It says you choose one option, but you get an unexpected vision or attract attention. So which option do you want? Oh, are you telling me? I was going for a, uh, Learning and seeing about our magical natures. There's something, something has a magical uh, nature. Since it's about seeing auras and the like. Right. Um, you notice that uh, there is something um, that you can see sort of manifesting on everyone's skin. It's like their skin was slightly discolored, like it was redder in blotches than it should. But as you see that, uh, you are sort of overcome with a sense of um, almost like you're about to pass out that sort of black sparkles for a moment. And a sensory impression as if there were a gigantic bulbous worm of some sort um, that just that sort of mushiness that's there and then it's gone 
and you have to steady yourself as you uh this is a is this a keep it together situation or is well, it fleeting enough that i'm just sort of like it's it's fleeting enough that you you're just sort of shocked by it um that's what you get for failing <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah john i think uh you might be onto something uh, and it, it somewhat explains why, because I was confused why Zelman didn't get at all sick, given that she and I, you know, shared food and drink. Uh, maybe it only, maybe this contagion only affected people that knew her. We should pay up and, and get over to her place. She might be in more trouble than Irene thinks. Recalling the conversation from last night, mm -hmm. did um, did Dietrich's wife actually talk to Magda at any point in the conversation? Um, I'm sure she said something gracious or friendly or or whatever, but didn't didn't talk anywhere near as much as we did. Probably not. Okay, something. Things that separate her from what we did versus what she did. If she didn't interact with her, maybe that's how it's transmitted. I'm wondering, didn't Magda kiss us on both cheeks? Well, she, not uh, she, not Petra, right? And not your wife either. She just sort of you know took her hand, right? Hmm. You see, I mean, it seems reasonable. That that was. We have to look at times when, when we were all in the same place together, mm. and that would be the key moment. And the the the, the relation of of uh, our dreams to to her description of her dream mm. would would suggest that 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 is the moment when something happened. I can't for the life of me um, re remember anything that, that stood out. It's, it's something more than a dream, though. No. Uh, Tom, for clarity, I, I, I assume that I also glanced at people at nearby tables and their skin did not share this disorder. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So I, I wasn't like I had a general hallucination of humans as dis diseased. It was that we've got something, right? Correct. Yeah. So. I, yeah, John. John's on to something. You said more than a dream. What, what do you mean? Well, it's either something more than a dream or something less than a dream. It's somewhere. In, it's somewhere in between the two. That dreams are are quite special, quite well unique. But when I thought I woke up, I still saw things. And I know that wasn't, I wasn't asleep. This is, this is something between waking and sleeping, something stuck in the middle. Uh, is there, is there like, are there napkins about? Sure. All right. I would like to use forbidden inspiration. I kind of want this to kind of start writing to gain insight into the hotel that John and I stayed in. This is, I'm sorry, what was it called again? Forbidden Inspiration. 
image. Whenever you deep dive into your art and allow yourself to be inspired by the truth, roll a plus soul. Okay, yeah. Twenty-two. <laughs> nice. Uh, choose two options. Uh, I would like to see through the illusion into a specific place of my choice, and that would be our hotel. And then I would also choose inspiration. Um, is anything strange or supernatural about the situation that we're in? So right. revelation, these will be answered through my art. So does that mean that you would draw something that would lead you I, into? Yeah, so. it would be writing a story or something that would reveal these, these details. Let's see. You, you begin drawing on the, uh, the napkin. And let's see, the first one was about your hotel. Um, oddly enough, nothing in particular comes to mind except that uh, your hotel is meaningless or, or un, unimportant to any of the situation. Uh, but the other, the other question or the other uh, thing, there's definitely you're, you're seeing, you're seeing, kind of a layout. You're starting to draw like a layout of the, uh, the venue when you were there, and uh, you draw a circle where your table is and a circle where their table is, and kind of like energy flowing between the two tables. Um, you know for some reason that that dot is you, but the energy is not flowing at just you. It's flowing at all of you. And it's coming from those three dots near Magda. So there's something weird awesome. or... Maybe it wasn't Magda. Those three men who were with her. At the award dinner. Kramer, who else? I don't, I didn't recognize the other two, but definitely one of them was Philip Kramer. So she might be uh, a carrier of this, but not a not a point of origin. Um, we should we should go to Magda's right away. Alternatively, she was a target, and our association with her has now made us targets. Dieter was convinced we were being followed. Doesn't he strike you as paranoid, though? Yes, he does. 
Um, but, and normally I would have brushed him off, but with all of this other. Even paranoiacs have enemies. I mean, why would they, I don't think they would have any need to follow us. I don't know. Is that so particularly if we, if we, if, if, if this has happened to us by, by accident, as you say, then, then, then certainly it, 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 would, it would seem unnecessary to follow. They might know that they may not know. Accidental collateral almost. Hmm. No, or if it is something like a disease. And they were, I mean, they were with they were with Magda, and Magda, as you said, had that cloud. Maybe if they were drawing from her and onto us, or if they or if Philip was responsible for Magda's dream and illness, and then had a similar effect on us. You said he was involved in some strangeness. I'm sorry, John, go ahead. I was like this this is more of a question for the gm thinking back to the order of things that happened last uh, last night mm -hmm. were those three guys looking at us and then magda came over or was it they were only looking at us when magda had come over they uh, they were looking at uh, at you for quite a while before uh well not for quite a while for a few moments uh they seemed to become alarmed they made their uh uh, exit to uh, you know they they obviously must have said something to Magda to that and they left uh, and they kept glancing back at you as they walked out the door and then Magda was sort of left there alone of course there's lots of other people around and she glanced around and then she noticed you and smiled and came over hmm. and the the two strangers I mean oh, the only person who saw them looking was Ingolf. Right. He was the only one kind of paying attention, yeah. So it's not clear whether they were looking at all of us or at him for the rest of us. Correctly. I just I have this this impression that they've that those three have done something to us. Um I don't know. It doesn't I don't know if you if you believe me or not, but I I don't know. You know, I believe the dreams that I've had and the sickness that I've experienced. I believe that, that John can tell there's something wrong with us and I can too. Uh, yeah, I don't know what. Well, shall we go to Magda's apartment and see if she's there? Absolutely. Yes, right. I think if anyone will know. Yeah, all right. Uh, so it doesn't take you long uh, to get to Magda's apartment. Uh, it's in a fairly nice neighborhood. Uh, her apartment is on the third floor. Uh, the key actually gets you into the building as well. So, you know, there's it's an apartment building. Uh, you go up to her room. And uh, uh, what do you do? You knock. You knock. There's no answer. So it's a fairly, fairly nice building. The key we were given opens the front door. And I guess it's got an apartment number on a ring or something. 
Uh, oh, do we go upstairs inside? Yes. Uh, and we don't see people in particular, but it's a comfortably appointed building. Yeah, there's there's probably you know a few people getting their mail and stuff like that. Uh, what's uh, what's her uh, door look like? Is there a, a doorbell, a knocker? Uh, there is mat? a. There is there is neither doorbell nor knocker, but there is you know, you can. Uh, there is a, a slot for mail. Yeah, I just said people go downstairs for mail. Uh, in this case, there's a slot for mail. There's no, they don't go downstairs for mail. What what about neighbors? Uh, she's got one. There's one door across from her. That's it. There's not there's not a lot of apartments on a single floor. So she's like got one half, and he's got another. And the, the apartment well, complex I'm... looks like it's maybe eight eight floors high. I'm 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 going to um, go and knock on the uh, the door of the uh, neighbor across the hall. Okay. Uh, the door is answered by a uh, man. He looks like he's maybe in his late twenties. Uh, he says, uh, "Yes, what can I do for you?" I'm awfully sorry to disturb you, young man. Um, we are friends of uh, Frau Olova. Um, who lives across the hall. Um, yeah. We've been attending a conference in town and um, we've all been struck down with, with um, absolutely awful food poisoning. Um, and no one's heard from Frau all over for um, a couple of days. We're, we're quite worried. We, we wondered if you or anyone else in the building had a, a, a duplicate key perhaps for her apartment. You know, I don't think anybody in the building has a key, but uh, the manager would. But uh, he lives off property. Uh, do you have a, an, a number for him? Sure, sure. Just give me him for a moment. He goes inside. Yes, of course, of course. Heinz, we have a key. You have a key? Why did no one tell me you have a key? I thought it was only to get through the front door. <laughs> no, it's, it's the same. I don't know. I don't know how keys work. <laughs> uh, his name is uh, Ernst Wellman, and uh, here's his number. I, I, I hope she's all right. I don't, I don't really know her. I see her occasionally, but that's all. Yes, it will be. we hope she's all right as well. She, she seemed a little bit under the weather um, at the conference, and... Uh, as I say, we, we've uh, we've all been terribly, terribly ill. Most of us are, are still recovering. Well, I, so I hope try, okay. try, we'll, we'll try knocking again. Thank you for your help. Thank you. Yeah. All right. And so he uh, he goes back in. Can I have read him while he's doing that, just to make sure he's not lying and sure. that he's not like keeping an eye on her apartment or something? Uh. Is ten plus one eleven. Okay, you can ask. Well, do you want to know if he was lying? Uh, yeah, that's it doesn't seem like he's lying. He's in uh, fact, it seems like he's not really involved in any of this at all. He's just blissfully right. ignorant. <laughs> so, what would you like to do now? Open that door. <laughs> 
right. there isn't an obvious stench in the hall or anything. There's not. Yeah. Yeah. We should just see if she's uh, passed out in the tub. All right. Uh, you open up the door and there is a little pile of mail lying on the floor uh, in front of the door. Uh, you can see it's a, it's a fairly nice apartment, but it's messy. She's, uh, uh, there's like clothing strewn around the room here and there. Uh, there is a, uh, let's see if I can describe it. Uh, there's there's a, there's a mirror on one wall. There's a closet door, like a coat coat jacket, you know, coat hanging closet. Um, there's a, a pair of gloves lying on a table uh, near the mirror, and there is what looks like a trained timetable, and. Those of you who can see a little bit farther into the room, you can see that there is an answering machine with a light blinking on it. That's what you can in. see from the hall. Head on in and make my way in so people can follow in behind so we're not like all crowded in the corridor. Okay. Yeah, I'll start shuffling through a mail because I'm nosy. Well, um, I'll make sure to um, close the door behind us. Right. So um, there is no answer. Uh, Dietrich, uh, you look at the mail. Uh, you find three letters. Uh, you find a lot of bills and things, but three letters of significance. All right. She's in touch with... Uh... Oh, she's getting her mail forward from her address in Germany, so let, or for, from her address in Berlin. So let's make a note of her address in Berlin. She's on Liebnitzstrasse 97. Uh, and she's got some mail here from Alberto Marandola in Barcelona. Is that name ring a bell, anybody? Not, not here, no. Here's this one. Uh, and she's also... Okay, another uh, another Berliner. She's getting mail from Arnold Weiss. I don't know him. What's that one? Oh, and a postcard from a Pyotr in Russian. Uh, what is that? Postmark Frankfurt. Oh, good eye. Uh, who's got the best Russian? I know some. That's a short message. I, I have a bit of Russian. Okay. Um, Do any of it? Can any of us translate that? It's something about the band ELO. <laughs> That's all I can tell. Uh, Pietor is a name, isn't it? Yeah, Pietor is just Peter. Um, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Professor Hines, could you roll for uh, Russian? Uh, yeah, it's hard not to do that in this game. Uh, you ha you have a little Russian. It's... Well, I mean, yes, I I I mean, I I studied the the um the oh, history of the Soviet Union at great length. So yes, I speak Russian. So it all it says is I have seen 
him, and it is signed Piotr. Hmm. And the him is rather heavily uh, emphasized. Pity that Peter didn't want to share his last name or tell us who him was. Uh, Let's start going room to room. Yes. She she looked like she was planning to leave, but it doesn't seem like she left. She would have taken her gloves. I think I'll 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 um I'll go straight to looking in the in the, in the bedroom. I think if she's going to be anywhere, she's probably going to be in there, and she could be very ill. So okay, well, for the sake of the game, let's take these rooms one by one as we go. So bedroom, um, you walk towards the bedroom. Uh, there's an unmade bed. Um, uh, the wardrobe door is open. Half of its contents have been thrown on the floor. Uh, oddly enough, there are like 20 or so earplugs that lie on the mattress, crumpled as if they'd been used. There is a dead ivy uh, in a hanger near the window. Um, and that's pretty much what you see in there. Um. Yes, Lo- loads of them. Look, they're all over the floor. I, I, I don't, I don't, they look like they've been used. I think. How, how thin are these she walls? Is she handling them? she hearing neighbors too much, you think? This apartment building seemed pretty sparse. She might have had an oversensitivity to sound if she had migraine or something. Uh, let's see, since you guys are looking around, there is a kitchen. Um, says a mouse disappears into the shadows as the characters into the room. Uh, uh, the kitchen counter runs along one wall while the other uh, has a pantry, a fridge, and a freezer. Um, there's a simple folding table with two wicker chairs uh, near the window. Uh, there are piles of dirty dishes uh, stacked in the, uh, on the kitchen counter, and the sink is full of spoiled food that's, that's going bad. Um, the garbage hasn't been emptied, so it smells. So now you've got some smells going on. Um, there are 20 discarded frozen dinner boxes uh, that are stacked against the microwave oven. And uh, there is a calendar on the wall uh, that is turned to uh, August. Uh, and the bathroom? Uh, bathroom. Uh, There are five empty Valium boxes in the medicine cabinet. Uh, There are empty packets of uh, clozapine and olzapine uh, that lie on the floor. Uh, At least that's what the the bottles say. Grab two Magda. Uh, Yes, correct. Chloroprosamine? Correct. 
clozapine and olazapine. Uh, there is a plastic laundry basket overflowing with dirty clothes and strewn across the floor. Um, there is also evidence uh, that uh, uh, somebody has been vomiting uh, in the toilet. Um, there are also packs of ointments and soap, liquid soap, uh, uh, that have been emptied and they're all over the place too. Like she'd had some sort of obsession with washing. Are I mean, all these... Can... Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, the, uh, specifically on the, uh, the chloroprosamine, is it empty? Uh, it is empty. Uh, when, was, when was a refill date on it? Uh, probably a month ago. It's September now, and the calendar's still in August. I'm wondering if she hasn't been here for a while. Is there any dates, are there any dates on the calendar, like circled or anything written on the calendar? Do this, do that. Well, let's see. Um, Did she only got here recently, right? There are... There are, in fact, eight handwritten names um, that are on various dates mm -hmm. on the calendar. Uh, I don't have a list of them, okay. but you can just call them the dates. Okay. But there's like people, first name, last name, like people. Yeah. In fact, all okay. of them seem to be doctors. Oh, a few of them are repeated. In fact, uh, as you look at them, six of them are definitely doctors that are in Hamburg mm. and uh, the other ones are in Berlin. And it's like she's got appointments with them. But they're all over the place. She's seeing at least six doctors. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of doctors. Um, if you recall, uh, Irene said that she was a hypochondriac. Yes, but the... Um... Sorry, so I'm I'm trying to just I'm trying to figure out when her prescription ran out because the bottle's empty. Well, those would have ran out a month ago. She could have had other bottles. She mm. doesn't seem to be in the apartment. Uh, we have to check the closets and things, but I don't think she's here. One reason to see a lot of doctors is to get multiple prescriptions for the same depressant drugs. This isn't a. This is a. Well, Clozapine is an antipsychotic. Psychotic, yeah. It's, uh, it did. I mean, it, it, does anyone know if she had a, a, a history of psychosis or institutionalized more than once? It worries me just as much that someone might have prescribed something that, 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 that she, she didn't need that could have a disastrous effect as well. So there's a um, lot of clothing spilled on the floor from the closet. Is there luggage anywhere? There is not. I'm going to have a look at the gloves and train schedule. Okay. Uh, the train schedule is a train schedule for uh, uh, this week. 
and it's from uh, Hamburg to Berlin. She's circled one of the things. It would have been, um, it would have, she would have left uh, late afternoon, uh, day before yesterday, or the, the, the day that it would have been after your meeting with her. I'm going to have a look around either any phone table or bookcase, anything where it looks like there might be an address book. Yeah. Um, there is a little phone table with a telephone on it and an answering machine that is blinking. And there is an address, uh, you know, one of those flippy address things. It looks like there's over 200 addresses in there. Oh uh, so like a Rolodex type thing? Oh, like, yeah, a little Rolodex thing. Um, I'm going to start looking through that and see if I can find addresses that are in Frankfurt, thinking of that postmark. Uh, while you're looking through that, John, also see if she has one for Philip Kramer. True, yeah, see if names come up. All right, let's see. Uh, there are 240 addresses. Um, Might be a while. You know, one day people will put these things on computers and you can search them really quickly. That would be remarkably helpful. Uh, you... Let's see here. The only Frank Frankfurt to order uh, that you find is for a mental institute. At the moment, I can't find the name of the mental institute. Um, I don't see an address for Philip Kramer. Oh, no, there is, there is, there's an address for Philip Kramer. Aha. Yep, that's definitely getting written down. Likewise for the one for the asylum. Probably a phone number too. Mm -hmm. All right. Once I've seen those, hit that play button. Hello, Magda. This is Selma Zimmerman, Dietrich's wife. We met last night at the Gold Plaque dinner. We were supposed to meet you today for lunch, but unfortunately, my husband seems to have come down with the flu. We did so enjoy our conversation last night. Dietrich says that he'll call you as soon as he's feeling better. Ciao. Magda, my dear, it's Irene. You seem to have forgotten our appointment. Is everything all right? You seemed in such a good mood when last we talked. 
Are you still thinking of returning to Berlin? You need to give me your number and address so that we can stay in touch. Call me, dear. Well, that was creepy as hell. What? Uh, Philip. Do you think we should call Philip right away? He knows something. Yeah, he's in distress. Well, we've got his address. We can either phone him or we can just turn up and lock on his door. He can't ha exactly hang up if we're stood on his doorstep. Yeah, fair enough. Well, it's the immediacy. I mean, he. I, I, I think that if we call and if he hangs up, then we can go pay him a visit in person. Gives him time to... Oh, that's true. Leave. That's true. He seems very panicked. Where's Magda? She doesn't have a suitcase. She... No, no, no. Uh, there's no suitcase here. Right. So, if, so presumably it's with her. I mean, there's, I, yeah. Where did she go? Did she go with Philip? But these yeah. were these messages were unread, so she never heard them, right? Unless Philip came round here when he didn't uh, when she didn't answer. But then, if she was here, why didn't she answer the phone message? I guess uh, the apartment windows are closed. Correct. Uh, and the the apartment door um, is there a, a a chain lock in addition yes. to the and it's normal. It wasn't broken. It was not broken. It wasn't. It wasn't set. Yeah. It looks as though she left of her own volition after being sick, maybe pulling all of her numerous medications into one convenient travel. I don't know. Or she took the bottles that had still had stuff in them and just left the empties. Right. And, and it seems she. She left in an awful hurry. I mean, there was a business matter that she left unanswered an article. Uh, Professor, do you know perhaps what she was working on? If, if you knew her in, in a professional capacity as far as her writings on Nazi well, Germany? I, 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 I bought books from her from time to time, but um, no, we didn't collaborate on anything, and, and I haven't seen her for a little while. So um, I have honestly no idea what she was working on. Did you say something about lobbyists in the in the in the tape? That is correct. Hmm. Obviously, you can play the tapes back over and over again. Also. Yeah, which sounds political. She was doing a political piece for this Zeitung, uh, and that woman's name was something gross. Was it? Bank has always been. Outspoken, too outspoken, if you ask me. And mm. all the years I've known her, I've kept her at a distance because I did not want to get wrapped up in the things she was wrapping herself up in. It's not good for business. She had a knack in sticking her nose in where it wasn't necessarily uh, safe to do so. Yeah. Uh, so the messages that you heard, the first one was from somebody named Ryder Schoenberg. Uh, from Weltzeitung, uh, and uh, it was an article about the lobby groups that she was writing. 
and then you heard Philip, and then you heard your wife, and then you heard Ryder postponing it, which probably by then was the next day. Oh, so it said lobby. Or I heard I heard Nazi and not lobby. Oh, <laughs> that's my. I was like, what? <laughs> okay, it said lobby. <laughs> lobby, 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 lobby. Uh, and the event Zeitung is that a weekly or a daily publication? I don't actually know. I mean, I assume it's general knowledge. Yeah, it's probably say monthly or week. It's monthly, probably. Wait, no, this is a Zeitung is a newspaper. Zeitung is paper, yeah. Yeah, it's but there probably are weekly a, papers. Probably a weekly. They do longer form stuff often. Okay, so the place is a mess. She's not anywhere in it, we're sure. It wasn't, she wasn't dragged out. There's no sign of violence except for her own disordered lifestyle. Like, you'd think she'd be getting takeout instead of eating these frozen dinners. I mean, maybe that's why she looked so poorly. It's a nice enough flat. Standing back and taking a, a general view over everything, mm -hmm. can I do observer situation to get some more insight? Sure. Into Perception. Having similar thoughts. Ah. Six. <laughs> so, one you question. To, yeah, you get to ask a question anyway, mm -hmm. <laughs> but you get no bonus for it. And you missed something. Okay, go ahead. I was going to ask uh, what is being hidden from me? Hmm. Well, I'd say that uh, it, it becomes kind of obvious to you with the train schedule and everything that she must have gone. Um, and that she didn't really care about anything in the apartment uh, when she left. You also find it kind of odd because she's always been a very well-kempt individual. You know, like I said, even the other night, her makeup was flawless. Her, her dress was very you know well-designed and so forth, uh, even if it did cover her all up. But... This, this looks almost like she was panicked a little bit. And then it says that I get to make a move, which I still don't entirely know how to do that. I mean, I've got the stuff in front of me, but can I, can I put that on a hold? Yeah, you don't, you don't have to. Uh, right. there's, there's essentially a, a, like a list of moves in the GM chapter as, as example things right. that you can do. Um, but you don't necessarily have to do one if you don't think anything fits. I don't think anything fits at the moment. So let's skip that for now. 
Um, Dietrich, were you going to do something similar? I was thinking of also doing observe the situation. Is that is that kosher? Just for us to be redundant like that? Sure. So you, you might get you might get more than I did, and you can ask yeah. different questions. And I've got better numbers for it. Uh, so that's uh, I've got a plus two. So that's thirteen. Thirteen. So you can ask one question. Um, I'm going to ask what can I use to my advantage. Such advantage. So, as you guys are sort of, I mean, you know, she's not there. You're looking around. Um, you've checked the, you know, the answering machine. You've got the letters. Um, you check to see, you know, if she's taken any heavy clothing with her from the from the closet, and you notice that in the bottom of the closet there is a large cardboard box. Uh, when you open it, it seems to be filled with journals, like lots of them. Well, I was hoping it would be full of banknotes and I could surreptitiously shove my pockets full, but instead I'll uh, make it generally known. Uh, she's, she, she was keeping journals. Are they dated? They are dated. Yeah, I'll uh, take the... Yes most recent one and start flipping through okay these are things that will take you uh days to go through um but i can give you this Channels. split them up between us and then try and cover multiple books at the same time or at least the last entry mm -hmm. maybe she said um, uh, the entries uh, are between 1962 to 64, uh, 1968 to 71, uh, 1972, uh, wait, I'm sorry, hold on, I'm reading this wrong, I'm sorry. 62 to 64, 68 to 71, and 72 are missing. Uh, after 78, uh, there is more, and the entries go to 1990, uh, which is the last, the last entry. Um, I've actually got stuff for you to look at for this, but it's supposed to take you days going through it before you find it. So you could take this back with you. All right. So, and there isn't the, you know, the last page of the 1990 book doesn't have a splash of blood and writing going down. Correct. All right. Um, I hear them coming in the hallway. <laughs> so there is one for 65, just not on either side of it? Correct. And they start again at 73. And yeah, at 73 to 90, that's going to take some reading. So, yeah. So after you've spent some time with them, I can go over this. Wait a second. It says characters need to investigate the diaries to glean okay. important information. Yeah. 
So roll plus reason. Right. Yeah. Can investigate. Is that something we can all do if we're taking different journals? Sure. And there's no reason to delay. (laughs) Oh, God. Seven. No, yeah. Plus one on that. Only ten. Get some information, but we pay a price for it. Uh, I got an 18. Whoa! I suddenly lose the ability to read. The text is that dense and horrific. (laughs) The drugs she was on, her handwriting might be quite maddening. Uh, Indeed, her handwriting is erratic after the 90s. I mean, after 1990. Uh, I'm sorry, after after she moves back to Berlin. Um, How did you do? I'm sorry. I was getting something ready. Um, Eight. Morgan got it. Fourteen. Just a second to check this. I won't see anything now. All right. What you find... Um, first of all, what you find is three names that keep popping up in the journals. Um, the names are Sasha, um, mm-hmm. Philip, and uh, what's the other name? Oh. Uh, Sasha, Philip, and Anton. Uh, keep popping up. The ones at the dinner table. And uh, what you, after you're sitting there for a bit and you're going over this, this is more or less an excerpt of what you find. 15th of May, or July, 1990. Back in Berlin, nothing seems the same. Though maybe they are. Philip took me to S.A., Completely different from when we started. No one wants to dig up the past, Philip least of all, but it's still there, hidden, like a dark shape lurking beneath the water's surface. Helga was nice. I will invite her over. 20th of October, 1990. Talked to Schroeder. Overly confident about economic stabilization. Promised to do an article for Noia G about it. Philip showed up in the evening, first time in a month, excited. I think the police are after him. I don't know why I put up with him. Irene's wondering if I'm moving back to Hamburg. I'm considering it. 2nd of February, 1991. Played along with an occult ritual at SA last night. Totally harmless, but I still got nightmares afterwards. Shadows, trapped, cold, like somewhere, something I remember, but I can't picture it. Woke up at four and rose. It's snowing. 24th of March, 1991. Philip's having nightmares about men tying him up and torturing him. Tried telling him the heroin only makes it worse. It's no good. Annual meeting for SA. I made it onto the board. Didn't really want the role, but it's not a heavy workload. Need to read my dream book. 3rd of May, 1991. Some secrecy over at SA again. 
a journalist called me up with the most absurd accusations of what's going on over there. It feels like I'm losing control of it all, itching all over my body at night. 7th of July, 1991. The boils are spreading. Dr. Zemmelweis says it's just my imagination. Am I going mad? Philip can see them. The face in the dream, I can almost recognize it. I've got to get out of here. 22nd of July, 1991. I don't dare tell anyone about the worms. Six doctors say I'm delusional. What a box of Valium. Thought of taking them all at once, but I can't bring myself to do it. Called Irene and told her I'm coming back to Hamburg. 13th of August, 1991. Long message waiting on the answering machine. Philip ranting about curses and nightmares about men cutting him to pieces. I didn't have the energy to listen to him. Too tired. Haven't slept in weeks. This has all got to end soon. Well, that gives us a, 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 a highly probable date for the answer phone message. Being the 13th of August. She hasn't been checking her messages in weeks then. The, the, the diary describes a long ranting message. I don't think she's talking about this answering machine it, it seems that uh philip's paranoia or his visions haven't subsided because he's he's convinced of an impending doom i mean if he was caught up in curses and what is this sa uh she keeps referencing does that mean anything to I've, anybody? I've no idea i know i know that the um the tula society was originally known as uh the essay briefly before it became the Tula Society, but that's going back to about 1910. And they they dissolved years ago. They don't they don't exist anymore. Satan is anonymous. Maybe you're, you're talking you're talking about um, occult orders. Um, that that cropped up in the 1960s. Um, that that there are. <laughs> thousands of them almost every almost every squat had one at one point i mean but, um this seems i mean there's there's there's, there's talk of of, of 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 administration and positions so it seems something more know, serious something more established i don't assume that you get a job on the board of average cult yes I mean, if it's got a board, wouldn't that mean that it would have property? Sounds like a company. Uh, thinking from my shared perspective with her, being that we both work in the journalist field, are there any publications or like, publishing houses that I can think of that have those initials? I'll, I don't know if you would roll for something like that, but I'd say probably not. I mean, not well, didn't she say that head. one of the one of the entries was about a ceremony at yes. the SA that and, was and harmless, a, but she had nightmares and a cult ritual or something. So whatever this organization is, and then there were some accusations about it. Does anybody have people who are connected with the contemporary 
occult scene? I don't. Uh, definitely not. Whatever I would know would not be local to Hamburg. Well, this was in Berlin. Oh, this was before she came back. Right, right. Whatever this essay uh, I'm is. Afraid any knowledge of the subject I have is is, is is entirely personal and nothing of any groups yeah. and things. Mine is rather academic. The only the only groups I've I've heard of are, are, are things like the Golden Dawn. They're just like the Masons or something. It's, it's, this is this is something that sounds like something different. This is something quite well funded by the sun. Yeah? So there were two words in particular in there that caught my attention. Dream book. So I think I might be having a, a search through the rest of the apartment again, looking through any bookcases or shelves, etc., looking for anything that might meet that criteria. Okay. Is there is there, is there a desk? There there is a desk, yes. Can I can I have a I'll have a I'll have a rifle through the desk, I think. Okay. You don't find anything in particular. Hmm. Um and you also don't find a, a dream book. She wanted to tell us something, right? I mean, otherwise she wouldn't have asked us to brunch. Yeah. It seems also, she was dressed in a fashion where she had a lot of her skin covered. Uh, and she was seeing boils that I guess none of the doctors on her calendar could see. But, you know, there are different kinds of sight. And worms... Perhaps it's suggestion, but you all feel a little itchy now because the itchy and the worms. Well, I could, I mean, it would explain the antipsychotics. I mean, if they thought she was seeing hallucinations. Could I make um, an investigate probe, please? Sure. You see them. Um, 12 plus 3, 15. Ask two questions. Right. Well, my first question, I think, is going to be what is my gut feeling about what I'm investigating? Your gut feeling is that there's something definitely supernatural involved here. How can I find out more about that? Um, research books. Um, there's been quite a lot of uh, text written about dreams. And of course, that might be ponderous. There might be tons and tons of books written about is there, is there Is there anything that comes to mind that's specific to Hamburg? Um, not really. Okay. So I don't, I don't know any book. I don't, I'm not really familiar with Hamburg at all. So it's unsurprising. Uh, uh, 
yeah, I mean, you don't you don't know. I mean, nothing in particular about hamburger comes to mind. Hamburger. I'm, I'm going to take out a little notebook from my pocket and start copiously jotting notes. I think. Okay. What next? I'm I'm a little concerned now about the lack of pills given these recent diary entries. Was she? contemplating, I mean, it seems like she was contemplating suicide, but now all the pills in the apartment and herself are missing. The good news is that you don't usually take your luggage with you when you take a lot of pills and throw yourselves in the river. That's true. Uh, that's the, the, the most promising thing. Um, is there a Berlin phone directory in the apartment? Um, sure, yes. Uh, so we've got her address on Liebnitzstrasse, and we know her last name. I wonder if it's possible to call her apartment in Berlin. Um, yeah, you probably can find it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, Irene Adler. Um, uh, Magda Orlova, and you find the phone number. Uh, you call it, and there is no answer. I'm not worried about the long distance, because... It's her apartment. No answer. And no answering machine either, I guess. Correct. It's probably I'm, full. I, uh, I missed something. When you guys were looking around the apartment, uh, you do find a key hook on the wall with four sets of keys. Is there one to Leibnizstrasse? Well, you don't know, but... Um, a couple of the keys look similar to the key for this apartment, uh, like the same maker. We um, didn't encounter any. <clears throat> sorry, we didn't encounter any locked doors. No, you didn't encounter any locked doors. Uh, there also is one that looks definitely like a car key, and there's also a key that's marked Irene. That's nice. They mutual trust. Um, you'll get you. You could probably guess that some of the other keys are for maybe her other apartment or quite. Uh, she she gave Irene gave us her address anyway, didn't she? Yeah, and, and card. Unless it's right. the address to her office or something. Is anybody opposed to committing a felony? Depends what you... I, I want to open her mail. <laughs> it's pretty tame as far as a felony goes. Go for it. If I didn't see it, it's not illegal. All right. Um, uh, the three letters. Um, the letter from Alberto Mirandola. Uh it contains uh, an address and phone and fax numbers. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, it appears to be from a book dealer who specializes in rare volumes. Uh, and all it says is something about um, uh, him not being able to find the book that she's looking for. 
that uh, that rare Russian books are not really his speciality. That's all it says. It's also very formal. I kind of have bothered to put the title in there. Oh, all right. Well, like I said, there's a fax number and phone number. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Arnold Weiss. Uh, Arnold Weiss uh, appears to be from the letter to be an old friend of Magda's. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you can glean from that his name, address, and phone number. Uh, and wait. Let's see. And um, he is a lecturer uh, uh, of Asian languages uh, from the Free University of Berlin. Uh, and the rest of the message just seems rather inane. Uh, but once again, you have contact information there. And then the final letter. Uh, from John Masterton. Uh, he lives in London. And uh, it seems to be just sort of a bulk mailing uh, for the German Authors Association. Uh, so he might not even know who she is. She's just a name in a, in a mailing list. I wonder what, what book she was looking for. Diedrich, did she ever ask you about rare Russian texts? Oh, we haven't been in touch in years. I mean, I don't remember her. She was certainly more in the Cyrillic department than I was when she had the bookshop, and that was forever ago. Uh, Sasha, of course, is Alex in Russian. Anton is also kind of an Eastern European name. I wonder if those were the fellows with Philip. And I wonder if Sasha and, and uh, Anton know Piotr. Well, they may be in, I wonder if Philip was, um, was Philip involved in the, in the journals with the same ritual that she attended? I Am got I the impression from that journal entry that all of the essay stuff had to do with Philip, that he was sort of dragging her into that. Is that your impression? Yeah, I, I thought Philip was involved with that. So maybe this Sasha and Anton and Philip all were and they found her at the awards because they were worried about something. They were worried about this. These, I mean, these follow-up phone calls were that night, right? Weren't they? Because they came before uh, Zelma called on the yeah. following day. So they he left Philip, Sasha, like Philip and who we assume are Anton and Sasha, they left. And then that night, Philip in desperation is calling about some impending disaster. And then we all got sick and had nightmares for two days. This is, this is also strange.
Well, uh, uh, we could take, uh, let me see if, if, if one of these keys on the hook matches this place exactly, we can mail back uh, Irene's and still have a copy to get in here. Good idea. Maybe we should take a set that might belong to the Berlin place, but we should we should go over and visit Philip next. But you want to I mean, bet one of these keys opens Philip's house apartment. That's a possibility, certainly. Does Philip live in Berlin? Philip seems to be based in Berlin, but have haunted her up here. Maybe he's he may taken... still be in town. Um, oh, also, I, I say I miss little things. The uh, one of those keys is definitely a car key because it's got a a car alarm mm -hmm. button thing on it. Yeah, you had, you had mentioned that uh, you mentioned the car key, and if she was going to skip town, why would she not take her car? It seems like she is took the train, a, right? Is there a garage here? Is her car still here? There is a garage here under it's underneath the building. I, I want to take something in the trunk too. Yeah, I want to take the car keys and go look for her car. Um, okay. If she was feeling sick, it's probably that she didn't want her, she didn't feel up driving, hence getting the train. Maybe, but I, I I'm just curious to see if there's any like luggage, if she was preparing to leave for some time, if there's something in the car. Um, but before I forget it, uh Diedrich, I was I was wondering if you could craft a call later when you get home to this bookseller in Spain asked that you had a client about a rare looking for a rare Russian book and just wanted to follow up and see how much research they had already done you know as a fellow book dealer maybe that will they'll let slip the title <laughs> if you mentioned that Magda's come to you next and had mentioned yeah I mean honestly it's not a bad business connection and I you know maybe he'll Spill the beans. Well, if he doesn't have it, there's nothing to lose. Right. And if, if, if we're trying to find out what Magda was involved in, we probably want to track down that book anyway. And there's no sense in uh, doing uh, research that they've already done. We'll give it to you. Well, we'll do. Yeah, to the car or try to find the car. All right. Well, what you find is two things. One is one of those keys is to the basement door. Uh, which you can't get through without the key. Uh, and then once you're down there, you look around and there are corresponding numbers on the stalls. Uh, you find her car. It is an, uh, it's an Opal Vectra. And uh, yes, it's sitting there. It's, um, it's not dirty. You know, she's had it cleaned probably recently. Um there's junk inside of it, you know, not, not a, a huge amount, but like most of us have in our cars. A, a Vector is pretty much junk on wheels anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and the, yeah, the keys are in there. There's gas in the car. There's not a, it's not a full tank, but um, she just didn't take her car, apparently. No luggage in the boot. There's no luggage. No, no dream book on the passenger seat. No, just waiting there for you to take. Waiting on the top of. No, no note to self find rare Russian text with this title. 
no note saying uh, save the cheerleader, save the world. No fast food paper bag in the back seat with yeah, the hands sticking out. Uh, probably. Well, no, no. <laughs> Thinking of places in a car where you could potentially hide things, have a look at things like taking out all the, the crap in the boot, uh, pulling up the uh, the kind of floor of it, looking around the spare tire uh, tire inset in there. Okay. Have a look to see if she's hidden, uh, tried, to, uh, tried to hide something around the car. Well, I could make your role for investigation, but I don't think you don't find anything. Okay. Except a ravenous mouse that is. Uh, nope, you don't find anything. Uh, so what would you like oh, to do? We do have an address for uh, our good friend Philip. I think we need to pay a visit, Philip. We might find them both like unconscious with needles in their arms on the couch, although it seems like she was trying to hold that at bay for him. I wouldn't be at all surprised if she's had some psychotic break or something, to be honest. All right. So unless you want to do anything else here, you guys are going to pack up. What are you going to, are you taking the letters with you? We copy the information from the letters. Okay. Maybe a little redundancy. The addresses and phone numbers seem to be the most important bit. Yeah. Are you taking anything else with you? We're borrowing her journals. The address. Uh, the address. All right. All right. And then where are these doctors too? Just to see what kind of doctors they are. Okay. Um, So. I guess the question is, is how are you going? I guess however you got here is how you're going to uh, Philip Kramer's place. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the distance as well, because if it's like 10 miles away, then we're not going to walk it. Well, yes, that was, it... Go ahead. My question was, does Philip live in Hamburg or does he live in Berlin? Oh, that's right. He would live in Berlin, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's in Berlin. Hmm. I just, yeah, I just want to make sure that we weren't leaving Ham, uh, Hamburg and with that un, that stone unturned. So it's only three hours, so we could potentially go there, come back. Well, you are eventually going back to Berlin anyway, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it becomes a question of whether we have any other business here. I know Zelma's, you know, tired of watching me vomit. You didn't send her back to take care of the shop. Well, you know, we, I wasn't going to move rooms and she was already here. And, you know, we have, a, you know, we have a kid who's running the till. Mm. You know, I might have aroused a little maternal instinct in her that I haven't seen for some time. Whatever kind of affection we can manage is um, welcome. So, right. Uh, we can leave a message with for Dieter that we've gone back to Berlin and he can, he'll catch up with us and we'll fill him in. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, throw a note under his door. Hopefully, he doesn't think it's uh, think it's some stalker trying to throw him off. The, <laughs> throw him off. The he will. Yeah. He will. Don't stand right in front of the door when you slip the note through. Do it sort of sideways in case. Pay, he... pay a bellboy. Come on, Dietrich. You pay a bellboy if they're going to take. If someone's going to take a bullet, get the seventeen-year-old kid. Or what if we hired somebody to wear night vision goggles and then bungee down the side of the building? Excellent idea. Engulf. Give it to him through the window. No. <laughs> what do the players do when they get bored? They screw with Dieter. <laughs> they, they walk the, by the his poor, door. The poor not well. He's not stuff. well. He's not well. The poor man. <laughs> All right. So you finish up at the apartment and... Um, at this point, tell me individually, I mean, are you guys going to stick together? Are you going to go somewhere? You all have apartments. Uh, what time of day what is are, it? What's your, well, let's say by now it's going to be uh, going on afternoon. We're, we're like at 2 mm-hmm. o'clock, let's say, 2 or 3, 2 o'clock. Well, if we don't have any other lines of inquiry in Hamburg, then I'm going to go pack up my hotel room and start heading back to berlin i suppose all right yeah what are your yes, that's, that's a good idea and i think that the hotel wanted us to check well my hotel wanted me to check out, out at midday so uh, what are your plans then um check out and go home Well, I think, uh, from my perspective, I'm, I'm going to check out and uh, go home to Berlin um, very much in the hope that um, I'm going to be able to uh, visit Magda's apartment and knock on the door and and find her there, hopefully. That's uh, my motivation. But also, in, in, in Berlin, I've, I've got access to a lot, a lot more research material and... and, and the university library and um for a start there's a, a, a carl jung has, has written a lot on uh, on uh, dreams and i might i might start um delving into that it's not really my subject but uh, it, it might it might hold um some indication of, of, of what this all means so let's Let's generalize. Are, are, are you going to all drive back this evening, back to Berlin, spend a night in bed at home, and then sometime to get tomorrow, get together and go to her apartment? Does that sound like... That, that sounds good, yeah. Reasonable? Yes. You might all try right. to phone a couple times. All right. You know, on the off chance that she actually is responsive. But I think if we're going to go... Going together makes sense. All right. When you phone... Uh, about, about the phone calls, I was, I was going to say, when, when, when phoning her apartment, uh, does it just ring, or is there an answer phone in Berlin as well? Uh, it seems to just ring, but Dietrich kind of guessed that maybe her machine is full. Uh, but nothing happens. You don't get busy signal, and you don't get a, an answer. I'd like right. to um, ask around, and this is like putting out feelers. I don't expect an answer immediately, but maybe put out some feelers to people I know, um, you know, in that Berlin 
underworld and just see if is Magda made any strange requests lately or does anyone know what she's been up to anything okay. like that well we'll assume you will do that when you get back to berlin when yes, you've reconnected yes, yes all right um so uh the evening uh you guys all end up driving back to berlin back to your respective places you unpack you put everything away don't know whether it's suggestion or what, because you keep thinking about it, but you all seem to be itchy. Um, the sickness lingers a little, but it's not, not anywhere near as bad as it was two days ago. Uh, but now you feel itchy. And Any rashes or is it just... Well, because you keep itching and before you've really even noticed that you're itching you you may have made it red by itching by scratching it right, right. um uh but yeah i mean you've got some red blotches where you've been scratching um and you don't know i mean is it in your head or is it you know real but that night i i, I well before i go to bed if that's the case i think i'm gonna have um a bath with um, capfuls of Dettol in it. Okay. Um, but I'll have a proper old man bath. Okay. And it makes you feel better at the uh, after it's over. But that night, the dreams come back, and it's it's odd. It's um, it's you're small. You're in the dark. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any way out. You feel incredibly uh, uh, helpless in the dark. You've pushed yourself against the wall. Something is there, but this time it, it hurts. Something, something is causing you pain, and the pain rises, and it, it, it gets... Uh, to the point where you're actually almost panicking because of the pain. And then it rises to a level that just sort of obliterates everything else. And you wake up with a start. Uh, it's the middle of the night. Um, and you feel like uh, it was terrifying, a terrifying nightmare of some sort. Uh, and you don't really remember, you know, there might've been more, but you don't remember any of the details of it. And you've never, you've never even imagined such pain. And you don't really know what to do either. It's, you don't know if it's in your head or if it's something physical. John, it's not what you expect at all considering your level of control. Um, it's awful. Guys, maybe try to go back to sleep, but whenever you drift off, you start to experience that dark room again, and it frightens you. There's something there that's terrifying, and you have a very, very rough night trying to compose yourself, trying to get some sleep, um, get some rest, but something is really working its way into your head. I'm going to, particularly if I experience this a second time, 
uh, in the evening. Um, I'm going to see, can I use my advantage to see if I can break out of the dream before it's before it starts getting painful? Okay. Um, yeah. Come on, dice. Uh, 11 plus 3, 14. So you have limited success. Um, is that correct? Yeah, it's uh, you meet the intended person or arrive at the specific place. Um, however, some element has changed or something followed you or the person in question. Um, I'm trying to use the kind of principle of similarity to see if I can connect that kind of as some aspect of that dream to another dream that I can then bounce to. Um, you, you, it, it's almost for a moment as if maybe there's a window somewhere near uh, that you want to climb through to get away from whatever it is in this room. Uh, but when you get to it, it looks like you are miles from the ground below and you are almost willing to climb out on the ledge and be safer on the ledge than you would be in the room. Uh, but in climbing out the, the window, you wake up and you're, you're breathing hard and you're, you're still terrified. It felt like you just moved from one terror to another terror. Hmm. Very curious. Um, the last thing I would like to do before we stop is Petra. Um, morning comes and uh, you receive a call from Rolf. Yes, what is it? Like, hey, boss. Um, uh, have you been? Have you been? having your credit checked my credit are you guys checked. making some big purchase no why well i'm you know how you want me to monitor everything that's going on yeah 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 make sure nothing's going on i think there's somebody trying to find out information on you like how do you know this Rolf? Like, what's well happening? i got a call from somebody uh doing a credit check and i went through the regular procedures um you know to deflect anything but mm -hmm. um and it seemed legitimate but it was like an hour after that i got another inquiry you know the kind of credit check they do when you're trying to purchase a house or something sure yeah I just wanted to check to see what you said, because it seemed a little odd. You it, hadn't said anything to me. No. Any any activity on the accounts? Nothing. No, there's no missing money or anything like that. Nobody's making any credit card purchases or anything, but it's, it's almost like they're just trying to find out info on you. Well, I trust you didn't give them anything. No, of course not. It's very weird. Keep keep me informed on this. You got Let me it. Know if it happens again. Got it. And with that, I think we're going to end it for this evening. And so now comes the upkeep. Uh, don't don't think we've managed to answer any of our 
dramatic hooks yet. Well, I, okay, so let's see. Uh, find out how we all got sick and investigate the dreams were my two. Um, and I believe that both of them have stemmed from some supernatural influence from Philip, um, from Philip, Sasha, and Anton. Something at the SA occult ritual that has infected all of them has somehow been passed off to us, which includes the dreams. They were all having nightmares um, persistently. It includes the itching, includes the sickness. So I think those two are answered to an extent or be at least made progress towards those is that what matters yeah it, it's not necessarily finding the answers and resolving them it's the fact that you attempt them and it's something that shapes how you act in play so you don't actually have to have answers you can reach whatever conclusions you want but as long as you tried to get towards them then that counts yeah, I might have wins then, because I'm uh, what made a sale and what is Magda involved in? I know that Magda is involved in SA. I don't know what SA means. That's the so it's a it's the same sort of edgy thing. But I know that we've got a spiritual infection. I know that the worm I caught a glimpse of is something that she also was experiencing. And can't wait for the boils to start breaking out. don't think I have what she's worth to us yet, but I want to keep pursuing that because I think there's answers to be had there. Well, I'm, I was tasked with finding out what the dream meant, and um, uh, I don't think I found out what it meant, nor do I think that um, I really managed to do much uh, research while I was in Hamburg, but hopefully I will resolve that next time. Yeah. What about you, Matt? What was your other one? Yeah, so we've got the uh, find out what happened to make us all ill. Well, mm -hmm. bounce around a few theories, had a look at people with enhanced awareness, and we've got something, so I might be on onto it. I don't know, but at least attempted. Mm -hmm. And investigate what happened to Magda. Well, we went to the house, we dug around all her papers. That's I think true. I think that counts as well. Mm-hmm. So is it one experience point for each dramatic hook? Yep, one for each. There's also the three standard questions as we previously had. So have we discovered anything new about the truth? Well, that would be down to, uh, down to the GM if that if anything that we've uncovered so far would constitute that. Uh, something? Yes, I think so. I think you have found something about the truth. Yeah, because we, we know there's something supernatural going on. So so that's one for each of us as well. Hey, edging closer towards first advance. And the next one, have we learned anything new about our characters? Learned someone's I mean, trying have to... Have we learned anything new about ourselves? Or have we learned anything new about our characters generally? Yeah, the, the, the exact quote is, have we learned anything new about our characters? I presume that means it's our own ones. Our own development. Yeah. 
Yeah, never seems to know how to answer answer that one. It's to be something like really kind of milestone, monumentally developed. I, I learned that I'm willing to open up the mail of a missing person. <laughs> like I don't think that's really that really counts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm certainly still in full denial about all of my flaws. So I always thought denial was a river in Egypt, but oh well. And have we challenged ourselves? Well, we broke out some of our supernatural abilities um, that are kind of risky to use. Is um, that a challenge? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Think we we definitely we did some group bonding in that regard. Like we're a little franker with each other than we were before this began. Well, we we did some things that were gener generally considered transgressive as well, like letting ourselves into someone's apartment and stuff like that. Yeah, we were encouraged to do that by somebody who seems like a straight, but we then opened her mail and sniffed through her, you know, journals and so on. But I, again, I don't think that, like, it's not the first time I've read somebody's private journals without their knowledge. He's going, going into a friend's house and poking around their, their life, going, looking through their history, like their journals and so on. I don't know if that, if it wasn't particularly difficult for us to do, though. True. It's one of Dietrich's favorite things about estate sales is finding people's dirty secrets out. So maybe just the one then? Yeah, just the one. From the three I questions. Think, I yeah. think one of the three yeah. is what I think makes sense. Yeah, it sounds like consensus. So. And then it's down to Tom to give us new dramatic hooks. Yeah, whether you want to do one for each of us, uh, one for the group again, and then we talk individually about what other other characters can get. Well, I do have a question for the the better GM. <laughs> um, no, that's humanity. You know, um, so I feel like I'm asking questions. I'm giving you tasks. But I know you're going to fulfill them. So am I just handing you experience points? Well, it's also that you're helping direct where you think that it would be most interesting for us to go in play as well. So it's kind of helping us and helping the story move along. And we happen to get XP out of it as well. All right. Um, I'd say that at this point, it's where is Magda? Mm. You need to try to find out where is Magda. And then we need to fill in for, I think, John Dietrich and Ingolf. I'm assuming Dieters can kind of ride his, confront those that seem to be yeah. stalking him. I'm assuming that's not going to drop off the face of the earth anytime soon. So. If anybody's what following him at all. Um, I'm, someone's could easily just be, you know, investigate Philip Kramer. You know, that that's we need to do it anyway. Uh, trying to discover what SA means. 
try to discover yeah. what essay means or uh try try to find out what book i think i think if diedrich's dramatic hook is trying to find what book oh, she yeah, was looking for there's the unknown russian text mm-hmm. um yeah i well i was thinking that i would be I wonder which of us is most likely to know somebody who could identify a, a secret occult organization. Like I was thinking I might know about, like there's a list of six weirdos who ask for the darkest books and I could call and say, oh, Dolph, have you heard of this essay? I think, I think but it that might be John somebody else. is as John is a reporter who's hitting the streets, he goes to weird, like he goes to strange clubs. Um, right. Right. Maybe that should be John's. John's on the essay trail primarily. He he would be better at running things down, or at least trying to find something through social connections and the like. So you know, I can have mine as investigate essay. Good one. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and right, and mine will be, you know, German uh, book. yeah, Russian, Russian right, yeah, and maybe other it. stuff of Magda's, whatever else I can find about Magda's business. But that's mm-hmm. the lead. And in golf, you kind of have a tie to Philip Kramer, anyway, right? I, I, I've known him before as an artist, and I mean, I, I just my character felt like he was looking directly at me. Right. He was he was looking at the table. He was looking at all of us, but it, it just felt so personal that I think that um, uh, find out why Philip Kramer was so interested in us. Mm-hmm. That's um, a good. It's a good question. It's not just finding him. It's you know the, why the, the, the emphasis is that it's a verb. It's something that you should dot dot dot. Um, one of the examples is confront. So yours could be confront I, Philip. Yeah, I should confront Philip. That will be it. <laughs> And I think Heinz still has his, am I right in that? Research. Dreams. Yes, that's right. And so if there's more to learn from that, then you continue investigating it. Okay. And I'm keeping mind about what Magda's worth to us. I feel like I can learn that. Now, here's a question, right? Um, What happens if um, you're given a task and you just can't can't complete it? and then your character progresses into other scenarios. Um, um, you can ditch a hook between sessions if you realise that it's something that you can't do. Because if it's something that's right. going to hang around or you've gone a few sessions having kept it from one to the next and you realise I'm either not getting anywhere with it or it's impossible to do, you can elect to voluntarily ditch one of them and it frees up a slot that then either the GM or the other players fill. Okay, I answered your question, by the way. Yes, thank you. All right. So, shall we? Uh, so, shall we finish it there? Right. Um, our players included Matthew Sanderson, David Gasway, Holly Buto, Morgan Llewellyn, Josh Harwood, and Mick Swan. With yours truly as the keeper of the secrets, the game master. Uh, we have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. 
We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and push the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the strange and terrifying world of cult divinity lost role-playing games. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.